tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I worked in the United States Senate Environment and Public Works Committee back in, it was 2007, the UN came out with their big agricultural report where they said that cow emissions were more harmful to the planet than all the trains, planes, and automobiles combined. And this was the beginning or the acceleration of going after the global food supply. And what happened in that, in, in the interim time, is there's all sorts of people in Hollywood, people like, excuse me, Nicole Kidman pushing insect eating, uh, with Vanity Fair actually like eating live insects, which I never understood where the animal rights people were with pushing that. We're seeing this madness spread everywhere now. Uh, in Ireland, they're going to call 200,000 cows over three years to meet the net zero climate goals. Germany, this is their German newspaper, The Daily Build, one sausage per month, according to the government's new proposal with the German Nutritional Society. This is real. It's happening. It's not theoretical. We're not talking about down the road. You saw the video clip John Kerry announced in, uh, earlier in June that we're now going to be targeting American agriculture. Culture. What happens is these politicians, and yes, uh, even Republican politicians, sign on to these UN climate treaties and, the, and uh, UN climate reports. Not so much George W. Bush, uh, not Donald Trump, but certainly George H.W. Bush, but at these summits, and of course with Obama and Biden, they sign on to, I will limit, with, along with these other politicians, I'll limit the Earth's temperature to two degrees, and I'll limit up to 1.5 degrees, and we'll double down on net zero. Like modern witches arguing over how they're going to fine-tune the Earth's climate. Well, this grandstanding has real consequences, because they then have net zero goals, a treaty that they sign, like the UN Paris Agreement, they go home. In the case of the Netherlands, where they wanted to eliminate up to almost 12,000 family-run small farms before the farmers fought back, a court order that they had to comply with these net zero commitments. And this is what's now happening both in our automotive industry and in our food and energy industry. We've committed ourselves and now we're forced to come out and start reorienting every aspect of society. This is the intentional collapse of food, agriculture, energy, and to boot our free speech so we can't complain about it. Uh, and this, so what's happening right now as we go forward, as the United States just approved lab-grown meat, the United States is approving insects, and we have John Kerry now expanding this. They're already decimating farming in Australia, in, uh, in Canada. We're seeing the results of it in all throughout Europe. And we're seeing, we saw the results of it in Sri Lanka, where the World Economic Forum touted their big uh, non-modern organic, return to organic farming. And of course, the whole country, the presidential palace was overrun. So this is our, there's an old Chinese proverb, when there are many, when there's food on the table, there are many problems. When there's no food, there's only one problem. And right now, we are facing a situation where they're creating intentional chaos and scarcity to force us to look, as they're saying, to buy insects, to buy uh, this lab-grown meat. And we even have elementary school kids in Europe, United States, Australia. They're giving kids these cricket-based snacks that are, look like potato chips, oil, seasoning, and they're told, and this is the exact quote, to go home and pester their parents that insects are good to eat. This is how they're doing a PSYOP, both globally and they're aiming at the kids. They're giving kids, and kids are more likely to eat a bug today than any adult. They're pushing this throughout public schools. So that was Mark Murano from Wide Awake, uh, Wide Awake Media. That video is posted by Wide Awake Media. And uh, 
Stay tuned. We'll be joined on the other side. Just a quick one-minute commercial break here, and then Gabrielle Clark joins us. She's a mother who fought against school indoctrination to successfully liberate her kids from uh, the, the clutches of the globalist educators. We're gonna, I'm going to try to – I'm hoping my voice makes it through. It's like the, the last mile of, a, of an Iron Man. And you can tell at the beginning of each segment, my voice is fine. Then by the end, it sort of phases out. I'm not actually sick. I just, I've been so busy this week. I haven't had time to like rest and actually heal. I'm like a, like a sprinter that twisted my ankle and I just keep running races. So I apologize for the, the raspiness of my voice, but uh, we'll make it through this last hour. And uh, hopefully we'll let uh, Gabrielle Clark do a lot of the talking in the next few segments. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Infowarsstore.com is how you support us in our efforts to defeat the globalists. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The Supercharged Special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the third hour of the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Very happy to welcome my guest, Gabrielle Clark. She's a mother, an activist, and an educator who has fought against school indoctrination to successfully liberate the hearts and minds of her two children who are both traumatized in different ways by radical gender ideology and critical race theory. Through her heartfelt and hard-fought battles, she created the metho methodology of the Affirming Reality Program. We're lucky to have her here with us today to share her insights on how to conquer the scourge that has its sights on your children. You can follow her on X at GabsClark5, and the website is AffirmingReality.com. Uh, welcome to the show, Gabrielle. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it was my pleasure. And just off off the top from First Blush, Affirming Reality Program. I like the sound of that. Uh, tell us what this is all about. So my daughter was socially transitioned into believing she was a boy. And this, of course, is ridiculous. There is no child born in the wrong body. And she didn't necessarily believe that she was a boy. She was suffering from um, the effects of the social contagion. Right. And I created a program to help her successfully desist. And now I coach other parents so they can help their children as well. So how old was she when she was convinced that she was in the wrong body? I would say, I would say roughly around 12. But that's just, that's just a rough estimate because a lot of this stuff goes on long before the parents are made aware. Right. So it's it's um it's it's hard to tell when it, it when in fact your children are being indoctrinated. I mean it comes from 
you know, a trifecta of, you know, social contagion, mm -hmm. uh, peer pressure, peer, peer pressure, social media, um, and, and affirming, uh, affirming um, ideation from, from administrators and educators and um, authority figures, doctors and therapists. Right. And, and we know that part of the indoctrination is to tell kids your parents won't understand. So keep this from them. We'll call you he at school, but then, you know, we won't tell your parents that we do that. So, I mean, that's a scary reality that parents need to be made aware of. I mean, if they're not aware of this, they, ju they don't know that this is actually a key aspect of the indoctrination is hiding it from your parents. Was there anything um, that you noticed with your, your daughter being told to like not tell you this? You know, I never really gave it that much. Um, I never really gave it that much latitude. When I found out what was going on with my daughter, when I realized um, how bad it was getting, and when I understood that this was not a genuine and authentic um, idea in her mind, mm -hmm. that was when I just I took action. And I, the only confirmation that I had was that a an administrator. Um, called her by a boy's name in a in a discussion, and that was all the that was all that I needed to get out of there. And we we created a plan. I created a plan very similar to the plan that that domestic violence abuse sufferers create in order to escape their abuser. Um, I was afraid that the school would activate CPS against me, like they have done for so many families. Um, I was in, I've been in touch with the Colstad family up in Montana. Their daughter was taken away from them because she um, expressed suicidal ideation. She was, she was taken by CPS without any prior um, incidents, taken to another state, hospitalized, brought back to Montana, and then placed in a group home where they have socially transitioned her. Oh She's God. been there for five months. And we're helping the family right now. So I, I wasn't going to let anybody take my kid. Right. <laughs> when I realized what was going on and I saw the situation, um, I made a beeline for my hometown of Houston, Texas to be with my family. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's terrifying. I mean, that's terrifying is that agents of the state would come to take your children because other agents of the state have convinced them that they're in the wrong. I mean, it's just, it's also horrifying. And, you know, we pay attention to this, like people who are interested in this and, and are, are reading the headlines and, and finding the stories that maybe aren't making it to the headlines. We're aware this is going on. But then I've had experiences in my life where like, like a coworker of my wife's at one point, she has a daughter, I think in kindergarten, like under 12, probably under 10. And she's like, yeah, she goes by a boy's name now. Like she was just kind of baffled by it. Like you could tell she just didn't know what this was coming from. And she's like, so we're just supporting her. And I almost felt bad. I wanted to be like, your daughter is a victim. You need to protect your daughter from these people. But I felt kind of uncomfortable because it's not my space. So it, I, I like that you have a program that maybe I could just go, hey, why don't you check out this website? Maybe this can tell you what's actually going on. It, are, do you do you think that most parents realize this is happening, or are most parents sort of like you, where they just they hear a, a male name one day and they go, "Wait, what is going on here?" Like I think a lot of parents are not aware that any of this is going on, let alone that it might be happening to their own children. 
A lot of parents are vaguely aware. I mean, it, there are varying degrees of of the severity in all of this. Um, but I would say that a lot of parents, when they do know, they just don't know what to do. Right. Um, they just have no idea how to tackle a situation like this. Um, you know, I help I help people parent their children into desistance um, through AffirmingReality.com. But, you know, I opened up Affirming Reality to include Affirming Reality Connected so that we could educate the public, so that we could help individual families. You can pass all the laws in the world, but it's not going to change what's going on in someone's home. It's mm. not, that's mm. not going to offer any real um, relief to the problems that are going on in individual households. Um, you know, I hear stories all the time. Men who come to me because their wives have socially transitioned their young, young children right. in order to gain mm -hmm. a leg up in a divorce proceeding. Um, I've, I've had um, mothers come to me because their daughters are transitioning and threatening to kill themselves. And so they don't know what to do. So they affirm them. Right. Um, I had a parent who affirmed who. Uh, transition her own child when he was only two years old because he showed all of the signs that the medical professionals told told everyone were signs of a of a trans identifying child. So she thought she was doing the right thing according to what the doctors and medical professionals and therapy professionals were telling telling us all. Right. Um, and the young man lived as a girl for twelve years and. She was able to help him successfully desist through my program. Wow. There's, yeah. There is so much. There are so many layers. Um, a lot of people just need a soft place to land to, know, to let them know that what they're, what they're experiencing with their children and their instincts that they have to protect their children are the right ones. Right. And that the people right. telling them um, that they need to ignore their instincts those people are harming their children. A hundred percent. And I mean, it's, it's a brutal form of emotional blackmail. I think when, when you yes. have doctors and authorities saying you can either have a live daughter or a dead son, you know, if you don't do yes. this, your son will kill himself. So don't you want to do, I mean that as a parent, it's like, okay, whatever, whatever you have to do, just like, I want him alive. I mean, brutal and, and you sort of associated with domestic violence and i always find a continuity whether it's uh, an abusive spouse abusing you know their spouse and, and keeping them in a state of terror or in a in a collective sense you know these these maneuvers being done against parents it's very simple but but exploitative psychology that's taking place here so can you talk a little bit about that about the the psychology behind uh, your method of, of uh, detransitioning or, or desisting, that's the word you use. What's the psychology behind it? So the difference between detransition and desisting, um, a detransitioner has been medicalized, meaning they've had um, puberty blockers, wrong sex hormones, and uh, surgical procedures. Social transition is is the basically the gateway to that, right? It, that is when you're identifying as something other than your natal sex, whether right. it be non-binary 
or trans or queer, any one of those, any one of those is living in a delusion. That is the social transition. And so when we talk, and, and that is called desistance. When you, when you, um, when you reverse the effects of the social transition, that is called desisting. And the, the psychology behind it, you know, I'm not a psychologist, okay? Right. I'm just a, 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 somebody who understands common sense, right. right? I'm just somebody who realizes common sense. And when it was time for me to help my daughter desist, I really had to think about all of the elements included in this problem. Um, the, there, the first and foremost was the environment. And so, you know, the first step in, in my Affirming Reality program is to remove them from that toxic environment, right. which is what we did. Yeah. Um, the second element to address um, in order to, you know, get your child in, in the right frame of mind is to um, address the social media addiction. You know, a lot of us in this country are suffering from some sort of social media addiction, some a device addiction, right. whether it be video yeah. games or or our phones. We have to have, you know, we have to have that um, little dopamine hit. And so children have no, they really don't have any defense against that. They don't have the wherewithal as young people to say, let me put my phone down and go touch grass, right? Mm -hmm. um, so getting, getting, getting my child out of that addicted mindset was, was key so that she was able to hear everything that I was saying and listen to every single thing I was saying. And I think that a lot of parents are, are lied to. They're lied to, they're blackmailed, they're manipulated. Um, they're they're um, given these, these impossible choices, um, this false dichotomy. And I, that's one of the things that I teach parents. I teach them how to recognize what I call parallel language messaging. Um, you know, if you go to courageisahabit.com, I think they have a whole, they have a whole uh, training on how to recognize woke speak, if you will. Right. And that is, you know, they use the same words, but they change the dictionary. Right. Um, I call it parallel language messaging, and this is how I am able to teach the parents how to understand exactly what it is that their their teachers or their therapists or any kind of authority figure that is is trying to convince the parents that this is okay. Um, you know, and it's been very successful. A lot of parents did not realize that. Some of the things their um, their therapists or teachers were telling them, it sounds really nice. Mm -hmm. They didn't realize what the implications of it were until uh, was until it was too late. So I teach them how to recognize it. I teach it how to speak it back to them. I teach it teach them how to um, d dismantle it with their own children. It's amazing how powerful language is in, in this whole conflict. Again, the website is affirmingreality.com, which again, I think just sums it up perfectly. And it's, it's hard, isn't it? Because it's not just 
mean, if you think about a kid right now who who has social media and and engages in mainstream media and goes to school, it's like you've got teachers and uh, um, you know advisors in the school pushing this. You the doctors and the therapists are pushing this. The social media is obviously pushing this extremely hard. Even the media they watch on Netflix or Disney or whatever, they're also pushing. So I mean, it's not it's not one person sort of corrupting a child. It's all of society contributing to this corruption. How do you overcome that level of influence? I mean, I understand you could take your kid out of school, but do you have to separate him from everything? Talk, you know, talk a little bit about how you defend against this onslaught from every angle. This seems daunting. You know, sometimes it is daunting. Sometimes it is daunting, but it's similar to um, when you when you realize that your child has an allergy, right? Mm. Say they have an mm-hmm. allergy to. Um, to something, to an unknown source. So you take them off of everything and give them a simple, simple diet. And then you reintroduce things. And when there's a reaction, then you handle it, right? So that's it. That's kind of how Affirming Reality, that program program works. You, you pull the children out of the environment. You get them out of the social media addiction. You get them um, surrounded by family by positive influences, get them physically active. And that is key because when you are moving your body, you are aware, you are much, much more aware of your masculinity or your femininity right. femininity, and right. the abilities that come with both and wow. the, the disadvantages of both, the reality of both. So, um, th- once you get that established and start bond building and having more conversations with your children, then you're able to reintroduce them to, to outside influences. And believe me, they have a completely different view once they realize how, how, how much of society has influenced them. Yeah. It is really mm-hmm. remarkable. That is. And I never thought about that, the connection between the, you know, participating in the physical world, maybe going out and playing sports or just doing something physical and how, how much easier it is to detach yourself from physical reality when you're, when you live in a digital world where everything is pixels. I mean, it does, you know, who's to say whether you're a boy or a girl on the internet, but in reality, in the real world, physically interacting, uh, it's got it's got to become obvious. I'd never thought about that before. And and talking about your parallel language messaging, I think that's a great phrase. And one of the things I know parents struggle with because we all want to be good people and we all want to be loving people to our children. And they're told that to oppose your child's transition is to hate them, is to condemn them. Right? You're transphobic if you do that. Can you talk a little bit about how that's so inverted and that it's it's a from a place of love that you're approaching reality. You know getting your kid back to reality. It's not because you hate trans people. It's because you love your child. I mean, I can, I can hear that from your voice, but maybe you can, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, how this, this is an act of love for your child to protect them from this. Well, you know, when you're talking about teenagers, there's a certain level of, (laughs) of um, rebelliousness that you're going to encounter. Right. But once like I said, once you get them out of the addicted mind, when you get them into their right mind, you know, um, I explained it to my daughter. I, I, said, I said, you know that I am a lazy person. 
I would not bother if I thought this were good for you. Right. <laughs> I love you. And this is why I'm, I'm trying to um, show you what real life is really like and give you all of the gifts and show you all of the gifts that you already have. Just because you, you know, have a ratchet set in your bed and just because you like petticoat, just because you um, are, are good at, you know, putting together the dishwasher, just because you love makeup, that, that doesn't mean you have to choose. Right. And you don't have to choose the, you don't have to choose the things that you love the most. You know, that loving to to engineer things, loving robotics, loving STEM, loving uh, doing boy things does not make you a boy. It makes you a badass girl. And once you give them that um, that self-worth and that self-love and that self-confidence, then they you don't they know that you love them. They know that you are the one who is their safe place, not their glitter family. Yeah, it's, uh, and of course, it's just, it's the, the biggest irony where it's gone from like, well, you know, girls don't have to like pink and play with dolls to suddenly, if you like pink and play with dolls, you are a girl, even, the, I mean, so it's it's all sort of, their whole ideology is all fractious and fragmented and, and doesn't actually comport with other parts of the ideology. It's not reality. And so we're trying to bring them back to reality. Again, my guest is Gabrielle Clark, mother activist and educator. She founded Affirming Reality program, affirmingreality.com. You can follow her on X at GabsClark5. And I guess as, as we're, we're only about a little over two minutes left in this segment, uh, what is your advice for somebody that may be listening right now that either is going through this with their child, and of course then go to affirmingreality.com, or even more so, somebody who maybe their their brother, you know, their niece, their niece or their nephew is going through this, and they don't know how to approach it with their sister or brother to to introduce this. How, what's the first step if you see this going on with a kid, they just being social uh, infected by this in, uh, social contagion? What's the first step in in approaching uh, this issue? Well. I am opening affirmingreality.com. I'm opening it to Affirming Reality Connected to address some of the more broad issues like finding a community for aunts and uncles or, you know, finding a community for people who want to um, engage in activism. Those fathers that um, I spoke about earlier whose, you know, whose uh, wives are activating the uh, legal system against them. Those this is this is what I'm trying to do to get affirming reality connected and our website will be up very soon. Um, but until until that time, you know, reach out to me either at affirmingreality.com or you can reach out to me on Twitter. Um, I will say this, you know, as far as as far as society goes, if we don't start working together on how to get this scourge out of our culture, out of our society, it will, it will take over. I mean, the Constrat, the Const, the Colstrat family is a very good example of, you know, how in a red state with a, with a, a Republican governor, with laws in place to stop medical transition, they still, they still 
had their had their daughter taken away. Um, no, it's just a, we, it's a, it's a parent's all, worst nightmare, honestly. It is. It is a parent. That, that very same, the, a, a story very similar to that was what in was what inspired me to come forward um, after I was able to help my daughter desist. Um, I didn't want to speak out about it because I was ashamed and I was embarrassed right. because I was fighting indoctrination already. And I couldn't believe that it happened to us. But, you know, when I heard about a mother whose, whose daughter stepped in front of a train, um, Abigail oh Martinez, that was when I said, you know what, it's selfish for me to, to keep this to myself. I have a solution. Absolutely. So I'm going to do everything I can to wow, help. Well, there she is. Thank Look goodness. at that <laughs> Incredible stuff. Gabrielle Clark at GabsClark5, AffirmingReality.com. Thank you so much for everything that you do and for coming on and sharing it with us. Powerful stuff. Thank you so much. for The best laid plans of mice and men often go astray. One great author once said, and it's totally true. You know, I've been on air 30 years. It'll be 30 years in April. And people always ask me, What is the silver bullet? What's the master plan? What's the one big deadly stroke that'll take down the globalists? And the answer is only Jesus Christ has that power. I don't have that power. I've noticed in my life, whether you're cutting down a tree or cleaning your garage or raising a child, it's hundreds or thousands or hundreds of thousands of actions, just like plowing a field, that brings the solution. And there's a rhythm to the work. It's not like it's slavery to, to do manual labor or to cook dinner for your children a thousand times. It's a pleasure. Or to instruct them how to skin a buck, run a trot line, use a bow and arrow, shoot a gun, do mathematics, learn how to negotiate a business deal. It's those struggles that make us who we are. So InfoWars has delivered in Royal Flush. And I want to be very clear, that glory goes to God, but secondarily to you. None of this would have happened without you believing in what we're doing and standing with us. And we've now really changed the world. That said though, folks, I don't have some silver bullet. There's not one little thing we do and some magic word we say, abracadabra, and the new world goes down. But it is the supporting the show, praying for the show, spreading the word about the broadcast that has already dealt the enemy a grievous blow. And again, we don't get funded by George Soros or billionaires of the New World Order. We get funded by selling products. And I never thought about this 25 years ago, starting selling products or longer. Oh, I'm going to sell really good stuff so they love it and buy it again. I thought, what's quality? What's good? I, I, I just treated you like I wanted to be treated. But now I'm older, 50 years old. I can look back and say, that was a good business strategy. That's the old America strategy where stuff lasted decades, didn't fall apart right away. I mean... People wanted quality. So if you want the best supplements, the best books, the best films, some great t-shirts, I'm going to say they're the best. I design them. They're okay. They're all at InfoWarsStore.com. We got some big specials going on right now on the Real Red Pill Plus and on DNA Force Plus. 50% off of getting them together and so much more. Get a Team Humanity shirt. Get a copy of my book, The Great Awakening. But I just want to thank you for your past support and ask you now, at the critical juncture, at the heart of the battle, 
to take action, especially if you've never bought anything at Infowars.com, and go try it out for yourself. Whether it's X2, you name it, it's all excellent. Please support us. Thanks for your consideration. Media Matters, the Democratic Party, MSNBC and others have asked me to apologize for making a parody video game criticizing the deep state and all the corruption. And to all them, I just want to say this. Go f*** yourselves. <laughs> Alex Jones' New World Order Wars has been number one on Steam thanks to the viewers and listeners of this broadcast. And I want to invite everyone, before they are successful at banning, which I hope they aren't, to go to alexjonesgame.com and follow the link to Steam and download this game for 1776 as a message to the New World Order. F*** you. You want to try to ban this game just like you want to steal elections and force injections on us and open up our borders and rape us. This is a culture war, and they're scared of this game. Get Alex Jones New World Order Wars right now at alexjonesgame.com because anything badass gets censored! You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, info warriors of all ages from all around the world, of every race, color, and creed. Welcome to The Resistance. What an incredibly powerful message from Gabrielle Clark about how to resist transgender indoctrination that may be happening under your very nose in public school and, and anywhere else. We're going to go out to spaces once again. Uh, once again, this is a, a unique space that we're doing. If you're used to Twitter spaces, we run things a little bit differently here. We do have to have commercial breaks, unfortunately, but it's a necessity with the fact that we are a radio show that is simulcasting on terrestrial radio, Bandai Video, Infowars.com forward slash show, Rumble, everywhere else, and on spaces as well. So I just ask that you not curse because we are on terrestrial radio. We are under the purview of the FCC. And they don't like us saying certain four-letter words. So if you mutter one of those forbidden words, you will be kicked without ceremony. And if you want to speak, uh, I ask you request, since I'm running the show and the space at the same time, I don't always have time to go through and, uh, and find people that I think are interesting. So if you want to listen or if you want to speak, go ahead and, uh, and request, and we would be happy to, uh, to bring you up. And right now I've just brought up CCGJ, the narrative destroyer, who has, uh, has joined us if you want to take yourself live and unmute your mic uh, welcome to the show jay and uh as we Hi. wait hey what's up jay i just wanted to start off by saying if you guys haven't checked out the denim backpack on on uh, infowarstore.com you need to check it out it, it is the coolest backpack probably you will ever see for the money um and i believe there's a sale on it as well very nice, um, very nice. Now, lots, of, lots of sales, lots of great products at InfoWarsStore.com. We, we don't, you don't have to say it, but we do appreciate it when you, when you do. Go ahead, Jay. Okay, so, okay, so, my thing is, is New Hampshire is behind Texas, and I put a lot of pressure on Sununu here to make him do it. He was one of the last ones to do it, but he did it, um, and I'm proud of him for doing that, even though he's not really a great guy, um, but. New Hampshire makes all the guns. So if you want to really come to us with the guns, we're going we're gonna to come at you back. I mean, Texas and New Hampshire, 
You can't beat us. I didn't know that. So does, does New Hampshire have a big gun manufacturing base? Yes. We, if you look it up per capita, we have more guns per capita than even Texas. So, I mean, like, this is the gun capital of the USA. <laughs> so you, you don't want to mess with New Hampshire and Texas. Like, that duo would be able to take out many forces. Yeah, I mean, they don't want to mess with us at all. I mean, do you think that, I don't know. I mean, obviously, we've been sounding the alarm about some of the things they've done with the military forces over the last few years, whether it's the COVID vaccine requirement or, you know, any other number of things where it's like, it seems like they are deliberately weeding out. After January 6th, they went through and said, you're a MAGA extremist and you'll be removed from the armed forces if you have a come and take it flag or if you have a uh, Gadsden flag, or if you have the Betsy Ross flag. I mean, so they seemingly have deliberately weeded out hardcore patriots from the military, which means that you're left with people that maybe don't understand the rights that they are pledged themselves to protect and therefore may be willing to actually attack American citizens. What do you think the likelihood that that happens now? I mean, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm too optimistic, but I just can't see an American military force following orders to go attack the Texas National Guard or go attack a bunch of citizens, uh, you know, parading on the border with with their trucks or doing a convoy or something. Jay, what do you think the likelihood is that the U.S. military would actually attack its own citizens? Unlikely. They don't have the balls. They know they know better than doing that, man. Come on. That, that would be like going and attacking your main source of everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, so, so, so let's, let's not talk about like, like whether it's going to be a physical thing. Okay. Because they're already afraid. They're not, yeah. they're not going to want to go there. But at the end of the day, what we need to do is we need to just stay, you know, praying, stay for God and just do the right things. Stand up for yourself. You hear somebody next to you talking crap, just peacefully and politely correct them. Yeah. You know, I mean, there, there are ways to handle these situations. But if you're not going to InfoWorkStore.com and you're not helping out Harrison and you're not sharing his stuff, I mean, the dude's a good guy. We all know he's a good guy. Let's promote him a little bit. He, the fact that he only has, like, what, 50K followers, that's ridiculous. That man should have 300,000. It's easily should have 300,000. So if you're not following Harrison Smith, do it now. Well, thank you very much. I do appreciate that. And, uh, you know, luckily I don't uh, take any personal pride or shame in my follower account. I think 50,000 is a shockingly large number of people to subscribe to me, so I'm I'm happy with it. But I also know that... I am massively suppressed on X. Like, it's not even debatable. Month to month, at one point, a couple months after I got my account back, my follower, the number of followers I was gaining literally went down by nine-tenths. Like, I I went from gaining 9,000 followers in a month to 900 followers in a month. So that's not natural. That's on purpose. They're doing that. So it sort of sucks because I would like to know, you know, oh, if I say something that people like, it's popular, and now I know that. But with all the algorithmic manipulation, I just I just don't take any of it very seriously. But I, I do appreciate that, and you should go follow me, absolutely. All right, I'm going to bring up uh, Chris Borg. Chris Borg, Chris underscore Borg underscore has requested to speak. So as, as he uh, connects, uh, feel free to take yourself live, Chris, and welcome to the show. Go ahead and uh, unmute your mic if you want to speak. Good morning. Thanks for having me up today. Can you hear me okay? I can I can hear you. It's uh 
I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So I'm scrolling through Twitter the last few days and all I see here lately is a bunch of posts about civil war and the border and everything else going along with that. I'm starting to see people talking about how they're going down to the border and they're going to do something, whatever. So for anybody thinking about going to the border, just don't. We all saw what happened to the January 6th people that went over there. We all see what happens to anybody who does anything like that. Even if you're going over there with the best intentions in mind and, you know, you're you're going to wave a, a placard around or you're going to wave a, a sign around or you're going to, you know, whatever. Just don't. Just stay home because it's not going to end well for anyone that goes there. It's just not a good idea. Yeah, and that, and that's I you know I talked a little bit about that yesterday and the day before. You know this idea of like wh- what is the pos- I was kind of mad at Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson's like, "Where are the men of Texas? Why aren't you defending the border?" And it's like, "What do you what do you expect us to do?" You think I mean the number of people that would be required to actually have a to make a tangible difference in the inflow would be massive. I mean, so the numbers would be impossible to to gain. If you don't have those numbers, then what? You're just a small militia. What are you going to do? Arrest the people, but you don't have jails. Like none of that makes any sense. If you want to go protest, go protest at the state capitol. Go petition your congressmen or senators or the Supreme Court of your state or your governor. Go talk to them because this is a political problem with a political solution. What do you think about that, uh, Chris? I mean, you're not saying don't do anything. You're just saying don't go down to the border and fall for a, a honey trap. So I'm a truck driver in Louisiana, and yesterday I got passed by 12 Florida state troopers heading westbound, and I'm assuming they're going in the direction of the border. So if you're just a small-town guy, you have no law enforcement background, you have no post-certification, anything like that, and you go to the border and you try to detain someone, you're going to get arrested for false detainment. Of course. Because you're not a law enforcement officer. You're not authorized. So don't, don't try to do anything like that. But then that's just silly. I agree. And, and look, um, and Alex is pointing this out too. Uh, we're going to have to go to a commercial break in about 30 seconds. Thank you so much for your contribution, Chris. Chris Borg, everyone, uh, go follow him. Because I think you're exactly right. And Alex has pointed out the one thing that the globalists really want right now is some massive problem at the border caused by patriots so that they can crack down and say look how dangerous these MAGA republicans are that's the last thing that we want so don't even put yourself in a position to be used in a false flag in that situation just don't do it remain peaceful call your governors support the governors that are supporting texas speak out politically this is a political problem it necessitates a political solution look i need funds folks Uh, you know why i haven't gone down there with him because I can't fund to take a few security guys and nobody's going to let me go without security. I, I got to have it. I, I love to hang my ass out there, but I got to go with some security. I don't have money to travel. I don't have money to do anything. Now they finally admit the media. Jones has nothing. Oh, 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 he sold his car. He sold his guns. Oh, 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 like I give a damn about any of that. I care about the truth and justice, but <clears throat> I need funds. InfoWars needs funds. Okay. So if you want to Keep us on air and see us go everywhere like we did at Bilderberg and Davos before and everything else. If you want to put a dog in the fight, you got you got to be, you have a badass pit bull that's won like 20 fights. I'm not defending dog fighting, but you know what I mean. You can have a rooster that's won 50 fights. You don't feed the damn rooster for a couple of weeks. You're going out there and the rooster's going to be dead, okay? 
So I'm a rooster that's already won a bunch of fights, and I want to get back in there and tear up some other cocks. But I can't do it unless you feed me the damn chicken feet, all right? And I'm not complaining, I'm not bitching, I'm just saying, I, I want to attack in the info war. I want to go for their juggler, but if you don't give the pit bull water and food, he's not, he's gonna, not, he's gonna be dead. So and I'm not bitching. Just get products you need at InfoWarsStore.com. And, and most of the products I get no money from, but my book, The Great Awakening, is why we have a signed copy that's a fundraiser, the unsigned, I get some of the money. The platinum products that are amazing, HGH Max Boost, and 1776 testosterone boost to pain md they're amazing products i'm not going to go into the bankruptcy and why it happened but when i sold my house the court will be put some of my money in to buy products that i can get some of the money back myself so i put my own money in to get these because i know they're great and it funds us infowarstore.com and hh max boost is almost sold out but despite that it's still on sale pain md is amazing 7076 testosterone boost is amazing and the book the great awakening is powerful as well but i need your support please go to infowarstore.com and get them right now We'll be right back. Stay with us. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no way this happened without God having his hand on this. It is insane. Two years ago, I got approached by independent video game makers, and they said, we want to make a video game about Jeffrey Epstein, Epstein's Island, and the lockdowns, the forced injections, the New World Order, and the pedophile networks and all of it. And I said, sure, make it. And then they got behind. They went for over a year and a half making it. And it finally got released first about a month ago at alexjonesgame.com. And then now they approved it just last week on Steam yesterday. It shot to number one. Steam is the number one online video game platform. 150 million users a week at steampowered.com. And ladies and gentlemen, this is so exciting. The globalists, the woke Disney scum, they don't control reality. They're collapsing. The new media is now the dominant media. That's why they want to censor us and shut us down. Tucker Carlson has 10 times the viewers of Fox, 30 times the viewers of MSNBC or CNN. And we are the future. InfoWars reaches 20, 30 million a day on X alone. Tens of millions of my own broadcast because of you. And talk about planets aligning. This video game was way behind, but came out right when the Epstein list was released yesterday on Steam. And without any promotion, it shot to number one. It's a fun game. I did a multiple voiceovers depending on what happens each level. So I recorded hours for the game. And depending on what you do in the game, I say different things. There's different monologues. It, there's no game like this. It's already won awards. It's got a 97% review rate on Steam right now. So go to alexjonesgame.com and the link's right there to get it on Steam, to review it and share it. This is so exciting and it's going to the info war the only way we fail is you don't go to alexjonesgame.com and get it right now welcome back ladies and gentlemen to the info wars round table we are live on twitter spaces taking your comments Sean Dunn has requested. I asked the crew who they thought I should bring up next. They said, well, Sean Dunn has cool eyes, so sometimes that's all it takes. Sean, if you want to uh, go ahead and take yourself live, uh, you can um, join the show. Join the space and uh, tell us what you're thinking about the goings-on. I just had a friend text me. Another friend named Sean, actually, text me just randomly out of nowhere. 
Hey man, Texas going to war. What's going on here? <laughs> I haven't talked to him in like a week. And he's just like, <laughs> I just woke up. Texas going to war. Do I need to get to Texas right now? I don't think Texas is going to war anytime soon. Although I guess the, the 24 hour time limit that the Biden administration is, has either passed or is going to pass and nothing is developed here. Sean Dunn, thank you for uh, joining us. You are now uh, live in the space. What's on your mind? Hi, Harrison. Thanks for having me up. Um, yeah, you, you know, I, I'm kind of, I don't agree with these people that are saying don't go. Um, we have freedom of movement, and I haven't heard a single person in at least the circles that I'm paying attention to saying we should go there and try to apprehend people. Mm. This is about showing that there's numbers of people that are against what's happening um, and exercising our freedom of movement and assembly in this country. Right. And, you know, the first step of dangerous censorship is when you decide to censor yourself and when you decide to not act because you're afraid of being set up in some federal thing. Um, I think that's exactly what they would want us to do. So um, I'm actually down uh, near the border in Big Bend where there's not this issue, but feeling inspired to go join the convoy and just have eyes on it for myself and stay peaceful and, and, sh- and show my presence there and, and see what I can see for myself. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, I've made that same argument over and over that, you know, if they, if you're, if we are so scared by what happened on January 6th, that we don't protest because we're so scared it's going to happen again. Like they get everything that they want. If they're going to suppress our speech, you should at least make them suppress your speech, not do it for them, do it on their behalf. But same time, you got to balance the reality of the situation. We understand that our government will do extraordinary things to punish their opponents for, uh, you know, perceived participation in some sort of insurrection. So I think it's more about being careful. And I, I mean, the convoy is a great idea. I'm all in favor of the convoy. I'm all in favor of protesting. It's just I've seen comments from people saying, we got to go down there and protect the border ourselves. That I'm like, uh, that doesn't make any sense. That's just tactically, strategically a dead end and impossibility political problem, political solution, political participation means going out and being involved and speaking out and protesting and doing all that stuff, which I think is all uh, perfectly good, good and reasonable. How is it in, in Big Bend, Sean? Big Bend's one of the craziest places in America. I mean, you feel like you're on Mars when you're in that <laughs> landscape, uh, but it's right there on the, on the border. I mean, I've crossed into Mexico, went on a camping trip to Big Bend, And uh, when I was there in middle school and stuff, you would routinely have like, we'd go there on a school trip and we'd take little uh, trips, you know, little canoe trips across the Rio Grande to go have lunch in in a Mexican town. Is it still like that? How open is Big Bend? And is it a, is it a place where people are crossing or not? Uh, I don't believe people are crossing. Um, I mean, I have some property down here. I don't live down here full time. Um, You know, but I'm not, I don't see people walking on the highway. The, The locals that I'm talking to haven't said, oh my goodness. It's crazy. I mean, it's so rugged out here and so far from a population center um, that, you know, and and I don't believe it's on any of the maps that these people are being given starting down at the Darien Gap to come here um, because it is so remote. And so I don't I don't feel this area is, is affected um, the way the other areas are. Well, thank goodness, because it is um, a, yeah, a, you know, a beautiful people, reserve. Yeah. And, and just to, uh, real quick on what you said, I think the people that are saying go down there and do that are either one out of their mind or those are the feds. And we just got to ignore those people and be peaceful. And that's why we're counter signaling them. But uh, thank you, Sean, for, yeah, I, I, I agree. When I, I'm not saying, oh, you know, be so scared of the government that you don't exercise your First Amendment right. 
your rights are what you exercise. If you exercise your First Amendment right, then you have it. If you don't, then you don't. And uh, I completely agree with that sentiment. Thank you very much for that input. We're going to bring up uh, Matt Baker here. Uh, thank you. As I know, you've uh, retweeted it and are our big help in bringing people in and, and helping us to uh, make spaces uh, an integral part of InfoWars' future. Matt Baker, a.k.a. Dreadlock Alex Jones, how, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing great, man. I really just was going to be a speaker so I can uh, add with your engagement. But yeah, man, we got to be able to go down there. We got to be able to show our numbers. Just don't listen to anybody say, we got to go into Mexico. We got to go into Mexico. Come on, keep your head down, guys. We're going to go down. We're going to make a showing. I'm going to go down and keep an eye on what's going on. We have video footage of what's going on. We're going to talk to the people. We're going to do some speeches. We're going to get some social media attention. The news, the local news is going to come down and we're going to put a good face on it. This, this story is not like it used to be. The average, the average liberal now is seeing what's going on. This stuff is matriculating into their mind. They're seeing what's going on in New York. Everybody's starting to get the picture of what's going on. And we're just going to go down and we're going to shine a spotlight on it. And we're not going to go into Mexico. And that's all I got to say about that. Beautiful. Beautiful stuff. And actually, we, uh, I don't know if you saw this meme, Matt, but uh, the PSYOP cop, Reese, our editor, actually put out a Photoshop yesterday of of that exact thing. We have to go in, into Mexico. Don't fall for it, folks. That's a fed chant fed at him until he goes away. That's the only way to treat these people. Uh, awesome stuff as always, uh, Matt, let's go to deep state blues. He's a veteran or she, I don't know, is a veteran, a patriot photographer, foodie lover of all animals at deep underscore state blues. Uh, feel free to take yourself live and join the space. This feels weird. It feels weird to like surrender control when I have to say like, "Hey, take yourself live." Yeah. But okay. uh, but there you go. Okay, welcome, uh, Deep State Deep State Blues. Hey, how you doing? I just wanted to touch on you were talking about Tucker Carlson uh, telling people to go down there. What's wrong with the people of Texas? When where he's from, La Jolla, you know, they just had that migrant boat show up on the beach and everybody run to a vehicle that was waiting. So clearly this is all, you know, coordinated through NGOs and through our own government. And we see it. And I I wonder when I hear Tucker talk, is he just trying to get people, you know, is he controlled opposition? Is he just trying to get you to go react and go do something? And then they put their control agents in with you like they did on January 6th. Mm and well, get say, you to do something illegal. Yeah, I'll, I'll say I don't mark. think I don't think he's controlled opposition. I think he's the real deal and I think it just re- reflects sort of a frustration that we all feel of just like why is nobody doing mm-hmm. anything about this? But I talked about it on Tuesday or so whenever. He's just not that smart. Well, I don't even I don't even want to say he's not that. I mean, I love Tucker, but I was a little yeah, frustrated with well, and and the the image too, the, the I image think I was uh, he says things that are just dumb. Yeah, well, the, the image I was thinking of is just him, you know, fly fishing in Maine going, why aren't you fighting the cartels, right. guys? And it's like, well, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? We got to do this? Yeah, exactly. It's a little frustrating. Exactly. It's a little frustrating. When I, yeah, when I heard him say that, I was like, you know, where are you at? Yeah. You're nowhere near this. You're not putting yourself in harm's way. Yeah, a little frustrating. That's just my thought on that. But again, it's, you know, we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. I think that people would love to go out and volunteer. And I've said it a million times, if it was just anarchy, if it was just, you know, no government, we could solve this. Citizens could solve this problem pretty simply. 
But the problem is this anarcho-tyranny where the government is opening our border and then will arrest us and probably charge us with – I mean they, they will, right? There's a guy in Arizona. He's being charged exactly. with murder because he shot at cartel members that were on his land armed trespassing. He is now you know, facing life in prison because he defended his own property from foreign invaders. This is anarcho-tyranny. It's unsustainable and unacceptable, and it, it requires a political solution in my opinion. Thank you so much for that deep state blues at deep underscore state blues. Awesome stuff, uh, but I'm going to remove you now because we only have about a minute and a half left. We're going to go to Liberty Cola. You requested to speak. Uh, we don't have too much time, but uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Liberty Cola as soon as you connect and tune in. And I remind you, we're, we're still working out the kinks here with the, with the uh, spaces stuff. I think it's been going extremely well. We've been getting a lot of positive feedback. The more you can comment, the more you can share the link, the more you can participate in this, the higher up it goes in the algorithm, the more people it gets pushed to, the more successful it is, and the more we'll do it. And uh, starting next week, I think we're going to try to actually, on spaces, you won't hear some of the commercial breaks. We'll do like space exclusive little four minute conversations uh, when everybody else is hearing the, uh, the commercial. So Liberty Cola, we've got about a minute left in the show. What are your thoughts? If you want to take yourself live. Uh, uh, thank you very much. Um, uh, I think that uh, obviously we have a problem with the narco cartels, the fentanyl, uh, the crime, the gangs uh, once they cross the border. And uh, it's, a, it's a serious problem, absolutely serious. Uh, a woman in another space that mentioned another point that resonated with me and it got me thinking. She said, you know, if I was living over there and I, I'm sure some of you have seen these terrible videos where the cartels take chainsaws to people. Oh, they, they, they do terrible things. Yeah, it's awful, awful. They're they're brutal. She said, you know, I, I would do anything to get the heck out of there. Yeah. Uh, I would do anything. And, and, and I realized that she, she has a point, and it all leads back to finding a way to deal with these cartels now. Well, and the cartels are, are, are aligned with our government, which really uh, throws a wrench in the works. Thank you, everybody, for participating. Go to InfoWarsStore.com. We're boldly fighting the tyrants. We're fearlessly taking on the New World Order. We're not backing down. And we've got amazing products at the same time. And I want to just ask God to convict your heart out there to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get Winter Sun, highest rated, quality, organic, D3, all, I see almost all, but it's, in the studies it's all, viral replication and spread happens because of lack of vitamin D3. And we got the best there is. Under the top, a dropper. Take a few drops today, especially in the winter. Go get it at InfoWarsStore.com. Go get our Supercharge special, about to end because we're about to sell it at DNA Force Plus. 50% off DNA Force Plus when you get it with the real red pill and it's selling out too, but not as quick as DNA Force. It'll be sold out within days. That's there. Supercharge your body's defenses. Infowarstore.com. Get our newest product from Dr. Jones Naturals, which is next level foundational energy, the highest quality methylfolate. Most white people, particularly Northern Europeans, have a real problem in their cells. And you can look this up yourself processing folic acid. That's what Popeye eats the spinach. That's strong in folic acid. You know, a lot of birth defects are caused by lack of folic acid. Strong to the finish, because I eat my spinach. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Uh, well, if, if you want to Popeye the Sailor Man, 
go get Next Level Foundational Energy with the highest quality methyl folate with the B-complex to supercharge it. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And then you stack on top of that 10-hour clean energy turbo force back in stock discounted. Next Level. Get your Next Level Foundational Energy. Get your turbo force now.